Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the, the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode... We're going to talk about when your kids get married and we're a blended family. Sounds like a lot of fun. So two weeks ago, we had the opportunity to um, be with our son, Jacob. What number is Jacob? Number six? I don't know. He's our second Jacob. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. So our second Jacob um, for his wedding. Yes, he married Andy, who we adore, and she is a fantastic addition to our family. She fits right in. She does. We love her so much. But... In a blended family, nothing can just be normal. It has to be complicated. And it starts off with the kids. Like They have to think about a lot of things to do with their blended family when it comes to a wedding. And so first off, to Andy and Jacob, we're really sorry. Yes, we are. You had to deal with the blended family. We are very sorry. And it started started way before even the wedding planning was going on. It started with the wedding invitations. Yeah, when you are in a blended family, or actually, no, let me take that back. When your parents are divorced, yeah, you have to think about the wedding invitation. What's it going to say? Is it and is one of your parents remarried and one's not? Are they both remarried? Are you just going to put your parents' names? I just, so I saw that recently with some um, some people that were divorced. One of them was remarried. One was not. So the wedding invitation, all it said was the dad's name. And then the mom's name. And the mom's name, not together. It wasn't like Mr. and Mrs. It was, you know, this person's name and this person's name. It didn't say anything about his wife. So that's one way to do it. Just mention your parents. And I was asking Rachel, my daughter who got married eight years ago, right? I think it was eight years ago. I think that's what she did. I don't think she put your name on the invitation. I think she put... No, we don't even married six months. We don't even married a little bit of time. And I think she put her dad's name and my name, if I remember correctly. I can't remember. There, one way to do it is to not put your parents' name on there at all. That's one way to do it, right? So, but Jacob and Andy decided to put um, our names and his mom and his stepdad's name and also, of course, Andy's parents' name. Right. Yep. So, just so everyone knows, I got first billing because Jacob's middle name is my first name. So, my name was on the invitation twice. You're so funny. It's so important funny. to me. <laughs> You're so funny. Yeah, it's not at all. No, it's not. <laughs> we but just it's one it. thing that, you know, these poor kids have to think about. One extra thing. It is. It's an extra thing to go, oh, how are we going to say this? Who are we going to put on there first? Who? I mean, gosh. Luckily, so, we're the type of people that we're like, you yeah, don't we need don't to care. put our name first. We don't care. Do what you need to do. I mean, um, my name was first, though. Your name, because Jacob it was Darren. Jacob. Yes, yeah. Jacob uh-huh. Darren. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're happy about I'm that. I'm happy about it. Now, the other tough thing for, um, for these couples that are coming from a blended family, these kids that are getting married, is who pays for what? I mean, traditionally, groom's, pay, groom's family pays for certain things, and bride's family pay for certain things. Right. So what do you do? Because now the groom's family consists of two parents. 
Right. So do you go and ask each parent what they're willing to pay? Yeah. Is it a split thing? Is, is it, it split? Um, some people I've seen in their parenting agreements already have that set up. Wow. That is thinking ahead. Yeah, it is. In fact, when I put my parenting agreement together um, with um, my ex, uh, we had a book that we went through and it asked questions like that. Oh, gotcha. Right. So that's how, that's why people have them. Cause and it's interesting because at the time you probably think, oh, this is ridiculous that we need to talk about this. Yeah, but, my kids are like five and six right. years old. Right? But what you never know what your relationship's going to be like when your kids get married. You never know. You know, so sometimes it's good to have those things in writing. Well, sometimes so, it is. Yeah. I think Jacob and Andy handled it pretty well. Unless. Yes. Unless um, my ex paid for the same things I paid for. And <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> That would be funny. Way to go, Jacob and Andy, yeah, if they did that. <laughs> yeah, way to double dip. But it's another, it's yet another thing that these kids have to go through. It's true. And I just, I always say that I'm so sad for my kids coming from divorced parents because every happy occasion that they will ever have in their life is always marred with, well, I've got my dad and I've got my mom and I've got my step parents and I, and who's going to, you know, stay with me and who every happy occasion has to have these things and i am sorry about that so i mean the key is a as a parent of one of these kids is be flexible be as flexible and easygoing and friendly and polite as possible open up your checkbook yep and just you know that's right daddy warbucks open it up Pictures, right? Yes. This is a whole other thing. Now, when Rachel got married, that was, oh my goodness, uh, seven years ago? I just said eight years ago. Eight years ago. Yeah. So eight years ago, Rachel got married. Um, We'd only been married for six months. So it was a little bit different than with Jacob because we've now been married eight years. Right. Almost nine. Almost coming Actually nine. nine. In a month, it'll be nine. In a month. That's right. Yep. Um, so a little bit different because you helped raise Jacob. I didn't help raise Rachel. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I was yeah, he was a like stranger what? still to her. He was 14. So yeah, I was there yeah. for some of his teenage years. So, um, a little bit different, but pictures end up being a big, huge deal. Yeah. And the, you know, there's tons of different ways to handle it. The way that Rachel handled it was Rachel is a very type A personality and she wanted everything outlined before picture day so that no one was surprised. No one was like, wait, you want that picture? She wanted it out there in the open. These are the pictures I want. So she emailed all of us and said, I want a picture with me and my mom and my dad. I want a picture with me and Russell and my mom and my dad. I want a picture with me and Russell and my mom and my stepdad. Like she literally went down and said, these are all the pictures. She just didn't want anyone to be surprised or anything. Right. Jacob and Andy, they were just going to go with the flow and whatever pictures. Oh, and something really funny happened with the flow. Yes, it did. It did. So we took all the normal pictures and I got a picture. Um, my ex and I stood with Andy and Jacob. Because you are Jacob's mom and dad. Exactly. Yep. And then all of the parents were there. Step parents and parents and... So, and that was nice. And then Paige and my ex's husband 
said, hey, what about a step-parent's picture? Well, yeah, when you guys were taking your picture, <laughs> um, your ex's husband came over and was standing by me, and we were like, bios, they get all the glory, they get the pictures, us steps, we get nothing. You know, we, of course, we were joking. <laughs> of course, but you guys got a picture and taken. And I said to him, I said, we should take a picture, just you and I with them. And he was like, let's do it. So we thought we were hilarious. It was pretty funny, I have to admit. So yeah, so we were joking that in like 50 years, that picture is going to float around and someone's going to be like, wait a second. Who are those? Wh why were these two people in? <laughs> wait, were these two people married? What? What? What is this? So yeah, we thought it could be funny. So yes, we tried to tried to be light and have a little fun with it. It and it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, right? it was, and I think the pictures are all went smoothly. Nobody was bent out of shape. We all took turns. It was great, and we what we were all focused on was a happy wedding for Jacob and Andy. And that is, and it, and it really happened well. Yes, it was. It was. It was really nice. So, if you are in this situation, and maybe you're not in a good spot with your ex, you need to just put things aside and remember it's not about you and your ex. Nope. It's about your child. Suck it up, people. Yep. And I'm not kidding. Suck it up. I don't care what your relationship is at this minute, and I don't care whose fault it is. For your relationship that you have right now with your ex, if it's a bad one, it doesn't matter. It's not about you during these happy times. No, it is about, a, your, about child. your child. And you want their day. You do not want them to look back and go, oh, that day was so, can you believe that the, you know, they wouldn't do this and they wouldn't do that? I mean, you do not want that. You don't. So suck it up, put your big panties on, <laughs> and just be friendly and have a good time and act like... You're an adult, right? Yeah, yeah that's what you gotta absolutely. do. So we had something. So I, not everybody does this, but we did a rehearsal dinner the night right. before the wedding, right? Which there wasn't really anything to rehearse, but it was just so that both sides of the family, meaning Andy's family and Jacob's family, mm -hmm. could get together and get to know each other a yeah. little bit more. Yep, that's without it. any pressure or anything right. like that. And we put that on. We rented a restaurant and we. Because typically the groom's family does that. So we took care of that. It was a delightful restaurant. It was so good. Yeah, it was. But once again, I feel like that puts Jacob and Andy in a, in a difficult spot. You know, we, we all go to sit. next to? Right. Ooh. We all go to sit down. And, you know, do they sit by the mom? I mean, it's just all these little things that I just, I hate that they have to think about. And, well, and then also think of Andy's parents. Right. Who do they talk to? Who, who do, do they, they sit by? And, yeah, it must be confusing for them. Yes. On, on, all right, who, you know, I need to give equal time. Yes, I, I feel, feel so bad for so them. Bad. But I, I feel like it all went well. I, I, I could totally be wrong, but I think it all went well. I, I think it did too. I think it actually went pretty well. And, you know, kudos to... Um, to Andy's parents for navigating something very difficult. Yes. Uh, so gracefully. They did a So a gracefully. Job. They did a great job and it was delightful. So, yes, the rehearsal dinner. And some people that are maybe a little more uptight might already decide before the rehearsal dinner where everybody's going to sit. We had not done that. Jacob and Andy had not done that. So it was just, oh, sit wherever. And it worked out fine. It did. Now, for the, for the actual ring ceremony, right, there were... A parents' table, and we and all six parents were at the table with yeah. Well, and, the ring ceremony, we just had chairs set up that we watched the. I ring mean ceremony. the reception. Yeah, Sorry. but the ring ceremony, they said you know parents sit in the front. We did right. All the parents sat right. in the front, 
And then when we brought the tables in for the small reception that we had, yes, I don't know if it was Andy or Andy's mom, but they, someone wanted a parent's Andy's table. Andy's mom. Yes, and it was it was it was fine. It was totally fine. It was fine. And you know what? It was such an enjoyable evening. I think the kids navigated this very well. They did. Um, and you know, kudos to the Von Collins. Yes. Um, Andy's parents. Yep. Uh, for navigating something that no one really talks about. Well, and you know what? Something else that's interesting about parents that are divorced and remarried and blended families, you now have a much bigger family. So Andy comes from a family of just a brother and sister and her so there's parents. there's three kids. There's three kids. Well, in our blended family, there's 10 kids. And then, you know, your ex also, hit, you know, her husband also has two kids. They weren't at the wedding. But if they would have been, that would have been. So that would have been, you know, 12, 12 kids. kids. We have a married daughter who has a husband who has two kids. So we are a little overwhelming. In fact, who was it? Jacob or David counted the number. Our family is at 16 now. Our family is at 16. Yes, it is. Yeah. And then we had your parents were there. Right. Um, so we were, were a little overwhelming. And I was worried about that, that Andy, Andy's brother is... Um, in the military, and so he couldn't come. He's deployed. So he's, he's deployed. Come. So it was her sister and her parents, and then they had, you know, and because it's COVID, things were smaller. Yeah. So I know I, I sh once again, they handled it so gracefully. It wasn't like, you've got too many people. You know, it was never like that. They just handled it so beautifully. But it is one thing that you have to be concerned about when you are a blended family, that you could easily overwhelm another family right. in these types of situations. So be mindful. And, you know, you've got to navigate this and set expectations right? and, and do things the best that you can. Now, our kids and our blended family, they're very close. So everybody was there except for one kid, except for your, your oldest. Everyone else was there. They wanted to be there to support Jacob. So it was a big... It was, it was a big get together and yeah, it was, it was great and they handled it so well. Okay. You mentioned a little bit because of COVID, well, COVID threw a major kink into things because Andy and Jacob weren't even supposed to be married yet. No, they were not. They were getting married August 22nd. So, but they bumped the date up because who knows with COVID and the rules and regulations. Now, in our religion, we get married in a temple, and most of the temples across um, the United States and across the world are closed. There's only a handful that are open. Our temple here in Sacramento was open for one week until it got shut down again because of the restrictions in California. But where Andy is from in Fort Collins, the temple was open. So they, as soon as it opened, they were like, we're making a reservation. We're upping our wedding date because they were just so afraid it was going to close down again. And they said that you could bring six people into the ceremony. So it was going to, that was going to be super easy, right? A few parents done. Um, then about four or five weeks before the wedding, they said, you can now have 16 people in on the ceremony. So then they had to decide another decision. Who are we going to have? I know. Who's going to go in, da, da, da. So they had, to, they had to figure that out, which I think they did a good job, but I'm sure it was hard deciding who was going to be in there. Um, and then the ring we had a ring ceremony afterwards. 
For those that couldn't come inside the temple. Right. Because if you're not of our religion, you can't come inside the temple. So, yeah, they did a ring ceremony and they could have... And 30 people. About 30, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was the rules in, in Colorado. It was right. 30 people. So outside. 30 people outside. outside. Yep. So it was a wonderful... Oh, it was so relaxing and so just... It was awesome. It was. In some ways, I say COVID wedding is the way to go because there was hardly any stress at all. Because the people that were at the wedding were family. It was us. So it was like when the ring ceremony was over, hey guys, grab a chair. We got to pull the tables in now. Like it wasn't like, oh, we got to hurry and do this for hundreds of people. It was just us. Yeah, it, it was great. Um, <laughs> it was great. So, I, and I, I feel that Andy and Jacob got everything they wanted just on a smaller scale. Yeah. And I think, but I think they enjoyed it. I think when I look at them and we've talked to them afterwards, they really enjoyed it was the most important people in their lives were there. Right. Except for, you know, except for Andy's brother who's deployed. That, right. Know, but he was there on the phone. Yes. Thank goodness for technology. Thank goodness. And then um, some of the other family members on my side of the family and your side of the family and my ex's side of the family that couldn't come. Right. Um, we're all on Facebook Live and watching the, watching the ring ceremony. It was wonderful. Yes. Yes. And yeah, they still had, they still had a wedding cake. We had dancing for like 45 minutes. We danced, you know, crazy for 45 minutes. You know, they had a ring ceremony. They, she had a beautiful dress. We had a dinner. They had the sparkler yes. tunnel to They run ran through. out through the sparkles. Was, I mean, I feel like they, they got everything that, that they wanted. It was just all a little bit smaller and probably just, well, not probably, just so much less stressful. It was. So they made adjustments to their expectations. Yep. And... um you know, it's it's funny because at first, when they first started planning the wedding, it was, all right, we need a venue, we need all this stuff. And when it all boiled down to it, it was in the back of Andy's um, parents' house in their backyard. It was beautiful. Yep. Um, and we even adjusted at the very end because it started raining. Oh, yeah, during the ring ceremony. During the ring ceremony when they were exchanging little stories about each other or, you know, you could call that vows, I guess. Yeah. Um, right when they were getting ready to exchange their rings, we had a downpour. Yep. So we just all went inside and they finished up and we and were And then the downpour was over. We went back outside. Yeah, it was. And it, if we, we would have had hundreds, hundreds of people, we certainly could not have done that. No. We, so, we, yeah. It, it, there was just so much that just kind of fell into place at the right time. Was. The right Jacob place. even got his bachelor party. He did. It was really kind of cute. <laughs> So he got, he got his bachelor party the night before he got uh, um, married with his brothers. Yes. So his older brothers were there, um, except for one. Well, and just his, one older brother. Yeah, except, yeah, just one older brother. Yep, and two younger brothers. And two younger brothers yep. were there. And um, we actually ended up renting a house so that um, we could have all of our kids all together. Um it ended up being cheaper than, you know, getting hotel rooms for everyone. Yep. So they had their bachelor party in that house in the basement uh, while we were upstairs. They had a lot of fun. They did. They had so much fun. Um, they had a blast just, just doing minute to win it games and just being silly. Just like little kids. Yep. It was uh, loads was, of fun. It was so funny. So they had a great time and he got his bachelor party and it was all good. Yeah. 
Now, some other things to consider with COVID, that flexibility is one. But COVID also took some harder questions that they might have had off of the table, which was, where do we get married? Yes. Right? Because that was kind of forced on them. Now, think about this with a blended family. With a blended family, where do you get married? Close to mom? Close to dad? Close to my spouse's family? Right. Now, instead of only two places, now there's three places. Right. I mean, in our situation, it's you and your ex far. live, you know, 20 minutes away from each other. Um, but they were thinking in the very beginning, they thought they would get married somewhere in the in middle, middle yeah. of, Utah, of, of uh, California and Colorado. They were thinking Utah. They were like, well, maybe it should be fair. And, and I, I think her parents and us said, you're not going to offend anyone. It makes more sense to at least have the wedding close to close one family. To yeah. Someone. Yeah. Yeah. So it ended up being in Colorado. The temple was open and it was liable. But yeah, just another adjustment they're trying to. They were, they were trying to please everybody, right? They were trying yeah. to just please everyone. And those darn, well, and, darn good kids trying to please know. us. Well, another really funny thing that happened in the ring ceremony was we always open a ring ceremony with an opening invocation of prayer. Yes. So they get up and announce, you know, David Pulsifer will be giving the invocation the opening prayer and we have two david pulsifers in our house my dad is david pulsifer yes and our little boy david yes is david pulsifer and <laughs> poor little david he turned white as a ghost was supposed to do this and so he slowly gets up and my dad patted him on the shoulder well, they quickly said the microphone they said grandpa grandpa david pulsifer <laughs> David, I mean, the relief that washed over his face. But he was going to get up and do it. Bless his heart, man. Yeah, my little 13-year-old. No, he was going to get up. He started to get up like, Aah. and then they said, Grandpa David Pulsford. He was like, oh. That was so funny. That was I so that funny. Video. I know. It was so cute. But no. But thank you, Jacob and Andy, for a delightful, wonderful wedding. And congratulations. Congratulations. And get working on those grandbabies. Oh, Yeah. All right, our Lemonade Moment of the Week is quite an interesting one. Oh, yeah. I forget that we haven't recorded in so long. So we've actually, Jacob's uh, wedding was the third week in a row that we had been traveling. Yes. You and I went away for a couple days. Then we were home for two days. Then our whole family went down to Southern California to get our teeth worked on, enjoy the beach. We were home for two days. And then we went to the wedding. And then we were home. So... On the way up from Southern Cal- on the way back from Southern California, um, Dallin gave Julianne his car because Dallin got a new car. So he gave Julianne the old car that she used to drive when she was a teenager. Yeah, it's been the teenager car since yep. we got married. So yep, it sure has. What is it? It's a two thousand three. It's old. And Seventeen years old. We've never had a problem with it. I mean, we've no, literally it's never been a good had a little car. So he gave it to her. We're driving back. We're four hours into our ride. So we have two cars because we had a car we were driving and then we got the car when we were down there and she's driving it back and it breaks down. Long story short, it breaks down. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> breaks down in a little town called Los Banos. Los Banos. If you're from the Central Valley like me, it's the Los Banos. <laughs> anyway, the town is as it sounds. 
It's a small farming it's a small community. Small farming town. Nothing it's, exciting. It's great. There. It's a great little place, you know, for a farming town. Okay. Um, it's it's quaint, you know. So it breaks down in Los Banos. Uh huh. I, I grew up near there, honey. <laughs> the girls were always cute from Los Banos. Okay, I, whatever I, you say. Whatever. Yes. So. No one's open when we drop it off. And it was we dro- a Sunday. It was a Sunday driving back. So we drop it off at a, at a mechanic shop, leave the keys in the mailbox, the drop box. And we go, all right, well, let's see what happens. So we call back and uh, a couple days later, and Julianne makes the call. And they said, well, it'll cost $100 to diagnose what's going on. So yes, we're we're gonna wrap this up because this this is a long story. We're gonna do long story short. They've had the car for a couple of weeks. Basically, they couldn't find anything wrong with it because the computer ended up resetting. It looks like everything's great, right? Yeah. So so we got the car good. back. So I drove yesterday. I drove with Julianne two hours down to Los Banos, and we drove back. The car is working great. Let's cross our fingers. It continues it's, to work. It's great. a lemonade, a true lemonade, a lemon car turned yes. into lemonade. It's it drove great all the way home. And it drove great, and we're hoping it takes her to Utah and and off to school and off to school and with no problems. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org. Where you can leave questions and comments. But most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Mm -hmm.